The feast of the circumcision seems odd to us moderns and postmoderns. Witness your response to the picture on the cover. The medieval church has many more explicit paintings of this feast. So we just are in a time and an age where this is, seems to be a bit of an odd feast day. As Christians, we know that the Old Testament made a fairly big deal about circumcision, and we tend to leave it at that. Always, I've got a middle school Bible teacher, often female, going, uh, they would like to know what circumcision means. <laughs> um, it can get a little bit awkward for our culture. But the type and the shadow of the Old Covenant, big deal made about circumcision, the type and shadow, or the type is an image, so to speak, and the shadow of the Old Covenant are types and shadows because, of the, because the bigger deal is yet to come. And that bigger deal is, of course, Jesus the Messiah. The Old Covenant people were set apart to God in a physical sign of their obedience. Abraham and his followers were to be circumcised. The spiritual reality that God was trying to get across comes through in a number of places in the Old Testament. In Deuteronomy 10, we read, Therefore circumcise the foreskin of your heart, and be stiff-necked no longer. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome. In Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 4, we see God telling his people to circumcise yourselves to the Lord and take away the foreskin of your hearts, you men of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. <clears throat> in Deuteronomy, we see circumcision used as a prophecy in chapter 30, verse 6. And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your descendants to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, that you may live. St. Cyprian quotes this as a prophecy of the cessation or the ending of the physical circumcision and the bringing in of the spiritual circumcision, all of which is accomplished in the advent of Christ and the preaching of the gospel of the kingdom. What the Old Testament type or image gives us as a shadow and a type or image becomes a reality because of and in the incarnation of the second person of the Trinity, what we've been celebrating for the last eight days. The spiritual significance of circumcision, circumcision is clear in the Old Covenant. We've read some of those passages, the significance. But the power and the means of grace that fulfills the type and the shadow are found in the new covenant fulfillment of circumcision. St. Paul spells it out in his letter to the Colossians. In him you were also circumcised with the circumcision made without hands. By putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, in which you also were raised with him through faith in the working of God, who raised him from the dead. 
In the early church, there was a need to distinguish this new covenant sacrament from the workings of the law because the Judaizers may well have taken an approach that would have made baptism look like any other part of the old covenant law. Since, says St. Theodoret, having been led away, they embraced the observance of the law. St. Paul again teaches the difference of the circumcision, for he says it is not physical, but spiritual, not made with hands, but divine, not the taking away of a little flesh, but the freeing from all corruption. And these and of these things, the source is not the law, but the Lord Christ, the lawgiver of the law. For this he means by in whom you were circumcised, and again in the circumcision of Christ. And St. Chrysostom says, circumcision is no longer with the knife, look at the picture in your bulletin, but in Christ himself. For not as before doth the hand affect this circumcision, but the spirit. It circumciseth, circumciseth not a part, but the whole man. The one is a body, the other also is a body, but the one is circumcised in the flesh, and the other spiritually. It is not then as with the Jews, for ye have not stripped off the flesh, but sins. When and how? In baptism, and what he calls circumcision, again he calls a tomb. He speaketh of what is greater than circumcision, for they did not merely cast away what was circumcised, but they destroyed it, they effaced it. And so we celebrate today the beginning of this work of Christ, of God become man. Christ fulfills the law in order to be the Messiah and the Redeemer that we need. And in that role as Messiah and Redeemer, he fulfills the very type that he was involved with at eight days of age and gives us the circumcision made made without hands, baptism, so that we might be holy and spiritually a member of his household and have our sins obliterated by his grace. We have the power Let us live the life of Christ ourselves. Amen.